0: Three, two, one, welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here as we try to encourage one another by being in God's Word, reading God's Word, listening to God's Word, and therefore growing in our knowledge of God, in our fear of the Lord, or as I put it yesterday, in our reverence of God, and following Him the way that he's laid out for us to follow and by following him the way he laid out for us to follow we live a more blessed life so we're continuing on we're in psalms 19 and we're going to read a few verses here and then um, talk about them so we just finished verse 9 yesterday so at verse 10 I'm going to read 10 11 12 and 13 <clears throat> more to be desired are they than gold Even much fine gold, sweeter also than honeycomb, and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Declare me innocent from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Amen. So, it's a song it's a prayer we'll finish up tomorrow with the last verse verse fourteen, which is a is a great prayer. I had a pastor friend who uh Tim Bullington, who always would uh pray this prayer before he preached the one that we're going to talk about tomorrow. so let me stay focused on today and we <clears throat> just looking at um, these verses and thinking about god's word, so it is comparing saying that God's word or God's rules, God's precepts are, are better than honey, better than fine gold. And you know, why is this? So it's because of how it enriches every aspect of our humanness, our human, the soul, our eyes, our mind, uh, our ability to walk with walk with God. And you know someone might say, "Well, God laid out all these rules, and they're impossible for us, the followers, and that's somewhat God even says that Jesus even talks about all right our us our righteousness is greater than that of the Pharisee that we are we're going to fall short, and we all fall short. so how can we do this? Well, God never intended us to do this <clears throat> without his word, without the power of his word, the ministry of his word there's a the reality that We need God's grace, God's spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit, which Jesus talks about, I have to go so I can send you the Holy Spirit, or unleash, if you will, the full power of the Holy Spirit so that followers of the new covenant actually will have the grace and the unction that's sort of really grasping what the Spirit is telling you through God's word uh, to be able to live the godly life to be able to live the the Christ like life, and one of the things that I have that someone said to me a long time ago, and I don't remember who it was, and then in reading different authors who think this way, uh, but it's just that it's just saying they said that God never said you could; He always said He would. So th- it's meaning that. There's an aspect to living the godly life that you can't do apart from his help through his word, through the Holy Spirit, through the body of Christ that we are ordained to walk in, that we are uh, commanded to to meet, right? Hebrews talks about don't forsake the gathering together as is the habit of some. So we are to gather with other like-minded believers, not only to worship God, which can have a lot to do with music, but it <clears throat> isn't, it's, it's the focus there. It's supposed to be the worship of God, the singing uh, hymns to one another, and the provoking one another to good works, the teaching of good doctrine, the lifting up of uh, prayers, weeping with those who are weeping, rejoicing with those who are rejoicing, all the one another commands and then that that final little caveat if you will that they will know you are mine this is Jesus speaking by your love for one another <clears throat> so there is there is a there is not a love for one another in everything else in the world it may seem like it because there's no good examples of really good godly love but when a church shows really good godly love, it exposes the darkness around it. It is There is great light in that. There is great salt in that. And that's where Jesus said, be salt, be light. How? Love one another. Let your good works be seen by others. And so you're doing your good works not because you're boasting in yourself or thinking to yourself so great. You're doing good works because of the great God you love, the great God you are Uh, being obedient to, and in those great works, we we glorify God. And when we glorify God that way, others join us as they see our good works in worshiping God the Father. That's what Matthew 5, there near the beginning after the Beatitudes says, let your good works be seen by others so that they may join you in worshiping God the Father. And so in that manner here, that God's law, God's word is greater than gold, greater than sweet honey, more to be desired than anything else. And by the way, how else are you gonna do this? You can't do this apart from this. How you can't warn yourself, right? How more by by them is your servant warned and keeping them there is great reward, so there's reward in keeping them. There's also warning. And who can discern your own errors? You can't. So, this will help in all those areas. So, let's stop trying to do this on our own. Let's rely on God's Word, on God's Spirit. Remembering this is the day that the Lord has made. We are the people, we are His creation. He made us. So, Lord, help us, your creation. To delight in this day, but more than that, to delight in you, to worship you in spirit and in truth, that you may be glorified. Help us to be salt and light, that we may draw others to worship you with us. In Jesus' name. God bless you guys. Talk to you soon.